Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Like, 
you're big on stats, so I'm going to hit you with this one, a factor that you may or may not have known. Okay. You know that Super Bowl 54 was the first was the first Super Bowl which matched up, which pitted rather two teams whose dominant color was red. You know what? Believe it or not, that, that's the first time that's happened. As a graphic designer, I didn't even pay attention to it until you said it, and you're absolutely right. I didn't know that going into the game. But I knew that the, their colors were, I mean, they they shared the color scheme in terms of red, white, and gold to some degree, with the right. Niners being more of a cardinal red and a metallic gold, right. or as they call it, Niner gold. And then, of course, with the regular red and yellow of the the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. But you're absolutely correct, yeah. Right. Yeah, so how about that? So it's weird. I heard that Factoid, some, 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 somebody on some show, I forget what the hell it was, but just sitting there, and I shared it with the rest of the crew at our Super Bowl party. Actually, I should say at my front brush the Super Bowl party, and I felt all smart and shit, so it felt good to get that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just weird. You know what, now I'm going to look red. back and, and see if there are any other Super Bowls where a particular color was is dominant between the two opposing teams. The only one that I can think of would be red, white, and blue, or red and blue as it pertains to the Bills and the uh, the Giants when they played, um, and then of course right. the Giants and and the uh, the Patriots. But you know, I I I, I, I I'm have to look back and, and, and see if there were any other instances. Yeah. yeah, red's not the dominant color for this. But I see you working. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's just weird to see that. It's just so weird to see that. But anyway, that's not important. What was important was that the game was played. It was one of the more competitive Super Bowls of recent memory. Definitely better than one last year, which I almost fell asleep <laughs> in the second half. Um, that was a god. As much as I love defense, I was like at the end, God damn, someone just score a point. But anyway, um, <laughs> but. There weren't as many points as we thought. I think they came in below the under because mm-hmm. both teams combined to score 51 points. But keep in mind, this game was, was once 20 to 10 in favor of the Niners, which it looked like the Niners took complete control in the third quarter. And then, as we all know, the Chiefs scored 21 straight points and things fell apart for the Niners. So let me ask you this. Since People have their own different point of views of what happened or what caused the Chiefs to win it. Was it more than the Chiefs winning it or the Niners flat out giving it, giving it the game away and losing it? Wow. It, it's it's a little bit of both. A little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Um, you know, hmm. of course, the narrative is or has been over the past couple of days, being that especially he has kind of a history of it, even though it is short, Kyle Shanahan lost mm-hmm. this game or potentially because of what we saw, especially in the national championship game and being that we don't necessarily have a huge resume on him, Jimmy G lost the game. But you got to remember, this is a Kansas City Chiefs team that won 12 games this season in the regular season, that won two games mm-hmm. in the playoffs by coming from behind from deep deficits. So it's not like they they lost to the nine and seven Giants in the Super Bowl. No, 
they lost to a team that was very capable of putting up points in in, in games. It just happens to be that for three three and a half quarters, you know they 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 had the best of them, and you know finally they they broke out. So and then not only did they break out, they played great defense in the last uh, in that last eight minutes, the last final stretch of the fourth quarter as well. So. It's a little bit of both. It wasn't like they just collapsed all together, but you know, right. you could say that they probably did. There were just some things that, in my opinion, you know, they they came up short on. Well, yeah, I, I see working there. I just think back to this: the Niners. The simple fact that the Niners were up when once of twenty to ten. I remember mm-hmm. when. Um, when they when the Niners grabbed their second interception off of Patrick Mahomey, um, yes, in the end zone, and I'm thinking, well, shit is over, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, because the way the Niners were running the ball, I mean, they they came, they were very very creative in how they ran the ball, and mm-hmm. the Chiefs to me did not have an answer for it. They mm-hmm. they I don't I didn't think they had an answer to the running game, and then to see. Kyle Shanahan come out in the fourth quarter and only run the ball four times. Mm-hmm. Put the ball in Jimmy E's hands, Jimmy Garoppolo's hands, as if to say, watch this. I mean, it was almost like a replay of what happened when when the, when the when, when he was then the offensive coordinator of the Falcons when they played the Patriots. Remember, they were up, well, what's up, 28 to 3. Yeah. Then they were, you know, they that in that, in, um, Matt Ryan completed a big pass to uh, Julio Jones on a big third down conversion that put them almost close to inside the 25-yard line. And I think they were maybe up 28 to 10 at that point. I forgot. But the point is, uh, I think 28 to 12, actually. But, you know, but the the point is, was, was that all Shanahan had to do in that Super Bowl was run the ball. Because just like in this Super Bowl, the Patriots did not have an answer for the running game, and I get that you know go go to the go to the ball go to dance with with the with Ubrungia, but I probably said that uh, saying wrong, but nevertheless, <laughs> um, still the Falcons were passing the year, but the point was that they had a big lead, they were mm-hmm. controlling the running game as the Patriots, mm-hmm. they had no way of stopping them. And they had the momentum all on the Falcons' side. The momentum was all on the Falcons' side of what they do. Incomplete pass, first play, second play, big sack. That was Matt Ryan's fault. And then third down, they, you know, they they, they, uh, they give up a, um, a sack fumble. So, and that pretty much, uh, you know, like snowballed away from them from there. The Patriots go on to score on that drive to make it 28 to 20. And then later on, you know, of course, we all know the rest of the story. The Falcons totally collapsed, blah, 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 at the end. Uh, but <laughs> to me, in this case here, you know, the, the 49ers is, primary, is, 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 is by all means a running team, right? They, that's who mm-hmm. they are. That's, remember, they smacked the Green Bay Packers in the, in the NFC Championship game by passing the ball only eight times. Yeah. You know, they were able to – I mean, Martha himself 
was able to gain well over 200 yards rushing by himself. And most of it was on his way. He was still a good Super Bowl, but Shanahan took the ball out of his hands. And you should have seen how mad Steve Young was in postgame, <laughs> you know, like giving his two cents, you know, because he's a former Niner, as we all know. And he was looking at that. He had to be thinking, well, damn, he had a chance to bring home the franchise of six championships, six Lombardis, and this happened. And I honestly thought that kids that, you know, I was, you know, I, I, I even made a joke on Twitter and to the people at the party that Skip Bayless, who is not, or is not at all a Patrick Mahomes fan, by the way, he, I, I joke with people, you know, Skip Bayless is getting himself ready. So ready for a Black for Monday morning show. He, you know, he was locked and loaded because Patrick Mahomes up until the fourth quarter, or early in the fourth quarter, was having a terrible Super Bowl. And read a forgettable yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, he passed I mean, sure he threw for two touchdowns, but he also threw two picks. And it actually it was like the Kansas City Chiefs running game that saved the day against the for the forty nine ers. But um me, I think Shanahan helped lose the game for the forty nine ers because the forty nine ers were in control in the third quarter only to give it away Late in the game. I mean, we all knew that Tennessee was due for an outburst, a cloud burst of points. But still, it didn't help the fact that the Niners barely took off enough time off the clock because they didn't run the football. Yeah, and that's, it seems as though that, that was something they were attempting to do, not just in the fourth quarter, but throughout the entire game, was to try to play ball control with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But uh, before I even talk about the, the Niners offense, I want to talk about the Niners defense. You know, as, as stout as yeah. they were for the entire season, one of the stats that, that I noticed um, was the length of the drives for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, going into the game, I didn't realize this until afterwards, of course, I had to look back for this. Going into the game, the Niners allowed under mm-hmm. six plays per drive with an average of about 25 yards per drive, right? But out of the 10 mm-hmm. drives the Kansas City Chiefs had during the Super Bowl, three of only three of them were under seven plays, only three. And those three led to a punt, a touchdown, which happened in two plays, and, of course, the subsequent end of the game. So the majority of their drives, were over seven plays or more. So the Chiefs were capable of extending drives longer than what the Niners were, were, were known to give up this season. So part of that goes on to the Niners' defense. It just happened to have been a situation where the Niners' D was bending but not breaking for three, three-and-a-half quarters. But with their combined coaching ability of Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. Sooner or later, they were going to find a way to make that Niners defense crack. I'm not going to say bust, but you might as well say bust because they gave up 21 points in less than eight minutes. Technically, they gave up 28 points or 21 points in less than seven minutes. But it's a situation yeah. where, if you notice, for the majority of the game, when uh, Patrick Mahomes was not scrambling and was in the pocket trying to make passes, he had a difficult time stepping into his throws. 
Why? Because that four-man rush was getting through. They didn't even send their linebackers. It was always a four-man rush oh. for the most part. And they were blitz. always in his face. And it was making it difficult for him to, to get through his toes. Matter of fact, that deep pass that he threw to uh, to uh, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek wasn't supposed to come back for that pass. Had he, Patrick would have been able to catch him in stride had he had yeah. enough room in the pocket to step into that throw and throw it. But he didn't. But he was lucky enough to get enough on it where Tyreek had enough room to catch him by himself and make a big play. So part of part of the collapse, you got to put part of that on um, on that Niners D. But since we're going to go ahead and look on the offensive side of the ball, we got to put some blame there as well, yeah. like you said. The Niners only yeah. had four called running plays in the fourth quarter. That scratches my head too, right? Especially when, matter of fact, if memory serves me, I think the majority of those runs were um, were Mossat, and he rushed for an average of seven yards per run in, in the fourth quarter. But from what I'm hearing, the Niners, and I'm going to take a look back on it just to get, confirm it, the, not the Niners, I'm sorry, the Chiefs defense was putting eight in the box and was daring the Niners to pass the ball. It just happened to be either there will be situations in which Jimmy G didn't make the throw, the receivers didn't catch the pass, or the Chiefs defense got home and made a play on Garoppolo. So it was a combination of everything in that situation. I don't, I don't, that's why I said you can't just necessarily blame it or Jimmy G or, or Shanahan in this situation, the blame or credit spread all around for both teams. Right. I, I didn't blame. I don't really blame Jimmy G because he's just doing as he's as he told by the coaching staff. I mean, to yeah. look at to further your point about the defense or lack of for the Niners in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs cut it to twenty to seventeen with six thirteen to go in the game. Mm-hmm. So they scored twenty one points. And less than six and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the day went from being dominated for three quarters and down 10 to, like, scoring 21 points in less than six and a half minutes. But let's go to this play. Well, for two plays. I'm still on the Shanahan ba- blame Shanahan bandwagon for a little bit. But um, <laughs> remember, like, when after uh, the Niners, I'm sorry, after the Chiefs, Got the lead at twenty to seventeen, mm-hmm. and with San Fran, I remember this drive and I tweet about it. The first play from scrimmage, they ran the ball with Mustard and gained five yards. Mm-hmm. I'm sick. I'm thinking, okay, good. They ran, they like like they won first down. Like anytime you gain over four yards on first down, you've won the down, right? Mm-hmm. So they they won first down. They're second and short. Conventional Winston said, you know, not, the Chiefs have, have not stopped the winning game for the Niners all night, whether it's by Mustard or on Debo Samuels or in the round, and how mm-hmm. they, they were able to run the ball and play action. What did Jimmy, what did, like, what did Kyle Shannon do? Drop back and pass. Mm-hmm. Pass. Clock stops. Third down. You have to pass the ball now because it's like third and five. So instead yeah. of running the ball on second down, 
and make it a third and shorter, more manageable, you got third and, and long. So the Niners, I mean, the Chiefs know that he's going to pass. They're not going to full fall for a play action. So what do they do? Another pass, another, another incompletion. So the clock stops, which was clearing the time for the Chiefs to get the ball and score to go up ahead 24 to 20. And then, and then the next drive, I'll get to the second play. The Niners are a little bit beyond midfield, or rather midfield. The second down play, Garoppolo had Emmanuel Sanders, I think, down the middle, and he overthrew. I don't know if he you remember that, that play. I vividly remember he's that, a, yes. He's, I, mean, he, I mean, he had Sanders. Sanders beat both of the, uh, the Chiefs defenders. If if he if 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 if, if Garoppolo doesn't miss that, that's a touchdown. Yeah. Sanders had at least three two three steps on both defenders for the Chiefs, and yeah, that would have that should have that should, they should have gone up twenty eight to twenty four at that point with less than a minute and a half to go in the game. But instead, we all know what happened. Garoppolo overthrew him, and then a fourth down he took a sack, and then a couple of plays later. Uh, uh, Williams had a 38-yard touchdown run to ice the game. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a combination of a lot of shit. You know, to your point, sure the defense let up, but it's, I mean, it's kind of hard when your offense all of a sudden stops, goes away from its bread and butter running the football. Yeah. In the critical fourth quarter, you're ten when you're 15 point 15 minutes away. For winning the franchise's sixth Super Bowl, and you know, right behind a running game, and of course it wasn't meant to be. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Do you think? I mean, I'm not prone to hyperbole, and I'm not going to try to go there now. But a lot, I've heard a lot of people on social, whether it's on social media or on like hot takes, sports talk shows, all eyes first, first take, and undisputed. Do you think Garoppolo is capable of getting, taking the 49ers to the promised land, or do you throw the baby out with, with the bathwater and, and go out to someone like, I don't know, Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. See, I, I just find that interesting, right, because this is his first ever Super Bowl. I mean, do, do we throw yeah. Dan Marino out with the uh, with the bathwater when, when he failed in his first Super Bowl? No, especially since he never no. took him back to the Super Bowl. Do we toss Marino out? No, no. But no way in the world am I saying Jimmy G is uh, No way am I saying Jimmy G is Marino. No way in the world am I saying that. But what I am saying is, mm-hmm. allow this man to continue to grow within this offense. Remember, last season he was hurt for the majority of the season. He comes in this season and he gave you an interesting mixed bag. Right, because the same way that he had only eight throws against the Green Bay Packers and had a horrendous passing game against my skins here in the Typhoon, he also had that great shootout against the Saints in New Orleans. So he's capable of doing both. As a matter of fact, he went to Baltimore and played well against the Ravens. So, eh. That's what I'm saying. You don't yeah. throw him out just yet. Let this man continue to develop. 
the only thing, though, that's going to be a negative on him, not just him, but the Niners as a whole, is that curse. The team that loses in the Super Bowl is very ready. They go back the following year. And I can't think of a time right. off the top of my head the last time that has happened. And we've seen some very capable teams not make it back. The Rams, we thought the Rams were going back. Hell, they didn't even win the division. The you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, they didn't even make the playoffs. Then the, the, the same thing with the, the Falcons the year prior. Hell, they, they ain't been over 500 since. And I still say that's because nope. sure, really messed them up. Yes. So, you know, it, it, it's something about losing the Super Bowl that has an effect on teams the following year. But if they're capable of, of bringing back the same nucleus and they all stay healthy, they'll be competitive. Yep. I don't know if they necessarily make it right. back because of the curse, but all they can do is one thing, which is prove me wrong. So, but until then, but I still, but to answer your question, I wouldn't throw him out yet. Give him another year, see what he does. If he doesn't progress in year three, then at that point, it's time for you to start thinking elsewhere. But if you're thinking that this quarterback class in terms of free agency is your way to advance this team, then you do so. But I Whew, that's going to be a huge pitch to try to bring in the likes of Tom Brady or to keep uh, 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 Philip Rivers on the West Coast or whatever and to bring in one of those vets. But I don't know. I just say stick with Jimmy G. You already got him. Um, I agree. You already got you already got him on contract for what, like 25 mil? And then you want to add another yeah, vet? For... Yeah, it's not a big yeah. contract. I mean, a lot of money so, not a contract. Yeah, so no, he, he's not going nowhere no time soon. Let that let that dude get another year, man, in the system and see what he does, and then you make moves after that. You know what? Yeah, I totally agree because this is this is kid. Keep, keep in mind, this kid last year, last season, he hurt his knee. Yeah. So this is his first full year starting. Yeah. And so for him in his first full year starting to get to this point, it's bad. It ain't bad. Um, I will say this. He has the proclivity of throwing it to the other team once in a while. <laughs> uh, but that comes, I mean, that comes to territory. He's a young guy. He's, I don't think he's 25 years old yet. So, yeah. you know, he's on a manageable contract, um, which means that they shouldn't be, maybe the 49 shouldn't be up against the cap. And they mm-hmm. got a bunch of young studs on defense. They have veteran leadership in the secondary led by Richard Sherman. And mm-hmm. they have Debo Samuels, who's a beast of a wide receiver. Trucking cat, run the ball, catch the ball. And their they're, they're tight end, Greg Kittle, not that bad out of No, George Kittle. George Kittle is not that George bad George Kittle, out yeah. And I really love the football. So they have, they have pieces. They, they, they're still, they, I mean, and Jerry, uh, like uh, that Bosa kid is going to be a year older with more yes. experience. Mm-hmm. And they got sales all over the their offensive their defensive line are composed of top picks. Yes. You know, like first and second round picks. So that'll be fine. I'm not worried about them and I'm not worried about Jimmy as long as Kyle I mean, he has to learn a second a lesson for a second time, as long as he'll be he's able to learn, continue to feed to run the 
run the ball and um, continue to develop Jimmy G as a play-action passer, I mean, it's not like Jimmy G's a scrub. He's a good young quarterback. Yes. I mean, he's not like uh, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but hell, who no. is? I mean, is he, he, and, I mean, he's not even Russell. Think, he's not even Russell Wilson yet, but yeah. No, he's give not. Him time. But see, and I think that's where the problem comes in. We've been spoiled for God almost the past ten seasons, where young QB talent comes into this league and they play extremely well. So when the next crop comes mm-hmm. in, we have automatic expectations for them to do the same thing. And when they don't even play on a high level, we look at them with a screw face, not realizing that, hey, these guys are still young. They still need to develop, give these dudes an opportunity and some time to do so. And if they don't, then fine, so be it. Then it's time to move on. It is what it is. But don't have high expectations for these guys in year one. Now, the one thing that I am right. kind of concerned about with the San Francisco 49ers is what's going to happen with their defensive coordinator. Now, yes, he didn't get the nod from any other um, NFL team in terms of bringing them in as a head coach, but there was an interesting um, resignation that happened in college football this week with your boy up in Michigan mm. State. And that's uh, Salah's alma mater. There is a huge oh, I know chance. That. Yes, that is a huge chance that they may come look at his way to probably at least ask him about coming up to East Lansing and coach the Spartans. So if that happens, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do in terms of replacing him if he leaves and how that defense adjusts because it wasn't just the play of that defense. It was also the play calling within, within that defense as well. So it's going to have to be someone that right. comes in and be, and will be able to use that unit as great as Salah used them this past season and only rushing four. That was the thing that was just so amazing to see from this Niners defense all season was that they really didn't blitz anybody often. All they had to do was just send their, send their front four, and they got the, the work done. Yeah. Yeah, well, let me ask you this. This is talking about, like, Mahomes, who mentioned him a few times already. This kid, he really is a kid. Yeah. He's won an, M- an NFL MVP mm-hmm. and a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP by the age of 25. Yeah. And I know that this weapons galore, I get it. I mean, pick your poison. I mean, Sammy Watkins, uh, um, uh, what's his name, Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey. I get it. And they did it without a running game. Okay. I get it. But you got to give this kid his due. I mean, keep in mind that the guy he, he replaced, uh, your boy Alex Smith, um, he couldn't he, – he, while he could – while he was a good quarterback, he couldn't get this same team with these players deep into the playoffs. No. So you got to give Mahomes some special credit. So let me mm-hmm. – so what I say I'll just say this. I think we're looking at our next great QB. I don't think anything – the only thing that's stopping this kid is himself. You know, as long as Andy Reid, and God bless Andy Reid for winning his first ring, I'm so happy for him. I mean, I like the guy a lot. He's a, he's a university loved. Even T.O., even Terrell Owens loves him. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> of, uh, of like um, uh, uh, Andy Reid is. But I think this kid is special. Mahomes is special. I think he's just getting started, believe it or not. And I think this ain't the first – this ain't the last time he's going to horse up the D. Lombardi. So I, I say all this to say – I think he's going to be the next wave of a great of of of, of great QB, followed by uh, Lamar Jackson once he develops more of his passing touch. Russell Wilson's already there, mm-hmm. and uh, like maybe oh maybe um, kid in Houston, Deshaun Watson, and maybe mm-hmm. you're not going to like this even Dak Prescott. So we'll but, uh, I think that's all special. Yeah, I know. We'll, I, I agree that we'll see, but I think. I think um, I think I think uh, I think Prescott is, is actually a pretty good quarterback. Um, mm. So I, I just I think that Mahomes is he's, he's the next best thing, bro. I I don't think anything's stopping him. And I completely agree with you. I mean, look at the two seasons that he's had, right? <laughs> Very yeah. phenomenal seasons, right? And um, the thing is, we we talk about the weapons that he has. Okay, Travis Kelsey weapon, right? Tyreek Hill, there were questions about him, but because he's such a speedster, he's a weapon. Sammy Watkins, right? Eh, I mean, he's not the Sammy Watkins that was in Buffalo. He's most definitely he might got cut he, out of, he, he he might, but you know, but even still, he's he still <laughs> in this system has looked good. So it's a combination of who they have and the, the type of system that they have, that, that, that the spread offense that, that's capable of getting these receivers the ball and playing with Mahomes will boost your ability as well. So, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's a, 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 a little bit of they have great weapons and they also have a great quarterback, and the quarterback makes the weapons that much better. I don't know if they necessarily – well, Kelsey Wood, Tyreek Hill will be interesting depending upon who else he was playing with. But Sammy Watkins, we've seen Sammy Watkins elsewhere as the lead dog, and he didn't show me too much. And, and you know, I just wasn't too impressed. But now in this situation, he's playing the role that he needs to play in, in terms of being the possessive receiver next to – the uh, the speedster and, and, and Tyreek. So yeah, it's it, it's it's all based upon the feeling or lack thereof that Mahomes this offense, but that Mahomes places on himself, and also what this, the the uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense does from here on out too. Will they continue to get better? They have several uh, key free agents on the defensive side of the yeah. ball. You know, would they come back? Right. And if they don't, who would they replace them with? Right, right. You know what, man? Speaking of Chiefs as a whole, looking mm-hmm. at the AFC, I don't see anybody stopping them. Maybe outside of Baltimore, I don't see anybody stopping them. I, I really mm-hmm. don't. I mean, the, the Chiefs' defense is the offense. And, mm-hmm. again, we all know they got a bunch of young players on offense. I think they're all uh, under contract, and you know, like even before, like 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 before, uh, um, um, what's his face? Um, Mahomes gets his big payday, and you know it's gonna get a big payday. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get 
forty, at least forty mil a year. He's going to be the next highest paid quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, Dak. Um, but I, I, I don't see anybody in the FC stopping him. Uh, that includes the Patriots. Whether or not they bring back Tom Brady, um, I just don't see it, man. And I mean, we've seen the Four ers I mean, we've seen. I mean, hell, the, the Chiefs lost four times. You include the Titans. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and the Texans in the Spurs, but of course they got the revenge on both squads in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But even so, I just you can't slow this this Chiefs team down on offense. You just can't. It's so explosive. So just look at my crystal ball. At least the next two years in the AFC, outside of maybe again outside of maybe Baltimore, once Lamar Jackson develops his passing game a little bit more. And, and and continues to be the stud that he is, and you we all know that the Ravens play defense. So mm-hmm. outside of outside of them, I don't see anybody stopping them. Some of the Chiefs, I, I just don't see it, man. And I think this is the start of a dynasty, man. I I I, I really do. I just don't see it. It's the only people that the only people that can stop the Chiefs are the Chiefs. At this point, and we see the you're, you're just about right now. John, I, I, as, as much as I want to say Houston, the thing that's going to stop Houston, or the thing that has stopped Houston trust, in, in recent them. years, who was that? Yeah. I don't the, trust yeah, them the thing, I just Ding, ding, ding. That's exactly what I was about to say. That, that's the one thing <laughs> about the, the Texans that, that, that bothered me is below Brian and his inability to be consistent as a head coach. Um, other teams, now, this this one depends upon what happens with their quarterback situation, and and that will be within their own division, the uh, uh the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, you know they had yeah. an interesting flip flop in terms of the success that they had the year prior to what they did this past season, but even with injuries that they had on both sides of the ball, with um. Who's the uh, the corner? Not the corner, but the safety. Uh, 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 Derwin James was out a lot of the season. Yeah. And also, uh, right. the running back Ingram didn't play for a bulk. He sat <clears throat> out for a bulk of the season. So, if they are capable of being there for the entire season, Nothing and they have, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and they have a QB to to be there that that that's at least on par with Philip Rivers, if it's not Philip Rivers. I think that they can compete and, and at least be competitive within that division, along with being competitive within the AFC. Um, another team that 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 you know, I I I I think could compete again would be the the the, uh, the Tennessee Titans, but in my opinion, they have consistency issues where they have a year where they're good and then they have a year where they're off. And then Buffalo, Buffalo is another team in terms of their youth and their ability to play, it just happened to be that, God, that that playoff game that they had this past season, man, it kind of exposed some things. But it'll be interesting to see if they can rebound this upcoming season and see if they can take that next step and potentially even win their division with the Patriots looking the way that they're looking if they don't bring in any offensive of help to help out whoever is the quarterback at Ben Foxborough. Right, right. 
commercial and the Procter and Gamble commercial. Anything that dealt with cross promotion for me got me this year. Mm. Mm. Well you know what? To me, I love the bounty commercial. You know, That's when the uh Procter and Gamble when Riggle, when Riggle, when Riggle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like when Riggle like shot the bounty. He I mean he came some for first of all he came down looking like Shazam. Right, and then he shot, he shot that bounty from his pelvis like boom, boom. <laughs> I laughed out loud. We were yeah, that's that so Procter and Gamble commercial, that, that man. I I love that too, man. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what was that uh, commercial with uh, Jason Momoa? Like when he took off all his body oh. parts, it looked like a yes, crackhead. That, yeah, I, see, that's bad, right? I, was it E Trade? I think it was E Trade. But yeah, E-trade, that was yeah, a, a, yeah. A, a cool commercial too. Yeah, I like that one too. Oh, man, that was that's actually good. pretty funny too. At least, yeah. the commercial, at least the commercial was pretty good this year. Plus, with um, dude from Breaking Bad reenacting, it's the same. Like Will Cranston, the Cranston. Yes. Um, reenacting uh, 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 the Shining with the with, with the Mountain Dew commercial, and of course uh, the. The lovely Tracy Ross had to like the scared wife <laughs> inside. Yeah. That, we're for that. <laughs> uh, that 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 has to be cool too. So the Super Bowl commercial are great. And I also love the Super Bowl halftime show. I just even though I kind of <laughs> fell asleep on, <laughs> I just saw J Lo at pole. Like Lord have mercy, she's fifty years old. Wow, just wow. The both just of wow. them, and you know, are combined ninety three years I old. Yeah, she's forty three years old. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that either. She pretty much had two women of color or two Latinas on stage. Mhm. And they're doing the uh it don't hashtag it don't crack. Not at that? all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Anyway, man. Anyway, that's a good thing for us thinking about women closure show, so Hey, man, <laughs> this is fun. Let's do it again next week, sir. Always. All right, peace out. That's my guy, Dean Nash. Please check him out on, on Sleazy Radio every Tuesday night on Facebook Live, and as well as the sports blog, uh, the Yardstick Sports, the rest about all things, HBCU Sports, and his, and his contributions to Herosports.com as well. Thank you for tuning in to the Clown Hour. This is Scott Burks, your boy, signing out. Oh, six. Peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.